0: Farewell then Terry Funk, I'm lucky in that I was old enough to see him, not in person, although I once met him at a show and I feel embarrassed that his last Funk U t-shirt, as in Funk University, I wouldn't buy it because it was small. And he was saying, go on, it's my last one. It's my last one, and I wouldn't do it. And he was really gracious about that. So I feel, I've always felt pretty bad about that. And I'm not going to go on for ages about Terry Funk and how wonderful he was in wrestling. I don't know him otherwise, although he had a pretty stable family life, and he split up from his wife and they got back together again. And, um, people will know of the Double Cross Ranch, his ranch, and recently, I've been watching ECW before, it was extreme, and he's in there, doing some great promos from the ranch. But the thing about Terry Funk was that he knew about wrestling. And I mean, he knew about wrestling. Not a part of wrestling. Not I get in the ring and I do this and I do spots and it's a great match. And I do a promo and I go. And I appreciate that wrestling's a bit different now. But. He knew about wrestling, he knew about turning that on in the ring, he knew about wrestling psychology, he knew how to bait a crowd, he knew how to tease a crowd, he knew how to be innovative in angles with a crowd, and you know what springs to mind is his work with Ric Flair, and, and the plastic bag, and other, and Pile drivers, but he also knew how to cut a promo that really meant something, but that was innovative. Not that he was doing something so strange that you thought, I've never seen this before, but it was innovative because it was his world. And he never felt, as far as I could see, and I've seen a lot of his promos, he never felt constrained by the promotion he was in to change that promo to do something that that federation definitely wanted to do that that would change things he always had his own promo style it was a little off the wall and there was always something in there that was interesting his own turn of phrase and his own way of thinking. And there are very few people in wrestling then and now that have that. But he also knew about the business. And he knew what it was like to work the territories. And he knew what it was like to go to a territory and light it up and make money and leave. And go to another territory and do the same and come back to that first territory and light it up again. And that's something we just don't have now. You have continuous programming, but that's different. Going to a territory where there's nothing apart from your reputation and creating business is was so important then, and it's something that so many wrestlers don't have now. And I'm not ragging on modern wrestlers, I'm just saying that's the way it is now. But then, I think it was a real art to go in and not fall flat on your face as far as bringing the money in. And Terry Funk seemed to me to always be able to do that, to always be able to light up a territory. And that's knowing the business, and it's knowing the fans, and it's knowing wrestling. And there are people who will know bits of Terry Funk, there are people who will know the no rope exploding barbed wire match. There are people who will know what he did in ECW. There are people who will know about fire. There are people who will know about branding irons. There are people who will know that. There were some people who will know Chainsaw Charlie. WWF Chainsaw Charlie. But there's a lot more to him than that. And actually he was quite a pure wrestler. when he wanted to be. But he didn't have to resort to that. Well that wasn't all he was good at. He knew the business inside He knew the business outside. He knew it all. And there are so few people in existence now in wrestling who do. So RIP Terry Funk, you are one of the million. Ta-ta.